to the blaze color blue podcast and um again i'm here with my co-host bryson hatton what up man Kane? It's, your, it's your boy man it's your boy bpb aka big poppy rice aka mr long shot aka 11 out of 10 type dude and you know what i want to say first before i get into my little spiel real quick for a second about my last little nickname Hey, how you doing, bro? What you been up to, bro? You know, um, just been out here vibing, doing classwork, uh, working hard. You know what I mean? That, I mean, that's pretty much it. it. Just a quick side note, but I heard this this uh, this this woman told me uh, today. She said everybody's always talking about vibing. She was like, but nobody really want to vibe. Everybody's always talking about vibing, but nobody really wants to. Vibe. They're always just like trying to see the next vibe. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was oh, kind of crazy. That 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 hit me a little bit. That hit you a little bit. How I mean, not. Why did it hit you like? I'll, I'll be honest. It didn't hit me for me, cause like, and and I'm not trying to like flex or anything, cause I do try to, but I do try to experience the vibes as they come. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I try not. I try not to move too quickly. I mean, you've seen me walk. <laughs> No, oh I, mean, my I, God. To, I have seen you walk. <laughs> I try. Walk I try my best. I try my best to just kind of exist in the moment because honestly, especially now where I'm in my last important class of college, it's it's like you bring that, you bring up school every future, fucking episode, nigga. Are you that proud of being in school, nigga? You bring up school yes. every episode. <laughs> yo, yo, my my family, my family. Uh, didn't go to school like that, so yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. You preach to the um, crowd, nigga. I ain't, I ain't go like that either, so don't try uh, and pull that. Dang, dang. <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying is, you know, and and you went through it, and a lot of people are going through it. Where if I look too far ahead and don't just experience things as they are now, then I'll miss out on the fun of being in this last, you know, little stretch of time. As well as uh, there's a chance for me to stress myself out about what I'm going to do in the future. I don't want to do that. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather just just take it as it as it comes. Nah, and that's, I definitely agree with that. But I think it's been a lot harder for me. I'm always somebody that definitely looks in the future. I like I don't see the uh, the uh, what is it? What's the saying? You know, you fuck. I don't know what it is. But there's a saying. There's a saying where you like look past something. You're always looking forward and not looking down or something like that. And so. Um, uh, y'all, you're, I'm not seeing the grass for the trees. I'm always seeing the tree. I'm one of the one of those. Wait, I don't know. Whatever, y'all get the gist. But I'm always looking forward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, y'all know what I'm saying. But <laughs> always looking forward, and I need to take a step back sometimes and really just take things day by day. And that's what I'm kind of trying to do with all my uh, like relationships and even um, this podcast, taking it day by day. But that's besides the point. Let's kind of get into our topic today. I want to talk about, so everybody knows I have this nickname. I call myself the 11, 11 out of 10 type dude. And I love to keep it, but I think I got to retire, okay? I think I got to retire. Because it seems like even though I am 11 out of 10, that's not what really works, bro. It's really being ain't shit is what really works these days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not even just in terms of 
being around people or in relationships. I mean, just like in general, just in general, the shittiest people are like the ones on top for some reason. And that's so crazy, bro. It's so disheartening because honestly, I mean, I'm not trying to sit here and, you know, be like I'm not trying to pretend like I I haven't made mistakes in life, but I think that I oh, I yeah, learned. You have made mistakes. Hey, when, I you have. Went, you went to upstate. Three, oh dang! I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like I've I've of course made mistakes, but it's like I feel as if I grow from them. And some people just make mistake after mistake after mistake, and not only do they not grow. But they somehow get rewarded for continuing to mess up. And that's something that I'm, I am I think to myself, but I wanted to grow. Yeah. I wanted to grow and I did grow, but I'm not getting any praise for it. Yeah. I'm not getting any money from it. Meanwhile, crazy. meanwhile, you can have uh, Lil Pump endorse Donald Trump 16,000 times. Hey. And hey. he ha- hey. Like, I'm not trying to get political. Yeah, it sounds like you are. I'm not trying to get political. But the way he approached it was, I I think the way he approached it, I'm not saying that it's wrong to endorse any particular candidate. I'm not saying that. But I think the way he approached it was a little different. And I didn't appreciate it. That's cool. But the topic for today is we're talking about ain't shit niggas. Like we're talking about how so so the reason why I brought up my whole eleven out of ten and being an ancient nigga is because female women. I, I heard also something you shouldn't call women females because that's kind yeah, of derogatory. I, I wanted to. I actually was going to tell you in the middle of the last one, but then I I didn't want to cut you off. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off because you felt it felt like you were on a roll, and I was like, <laughs> say women, don't be shy, say women. Yes, yeah, so, uh women um women call God call I I think for the most part women call black men and this all women call black men ain't shit. Like men ain't black men ain't shit. I've never seen I don't see a lot of white uh white men being called ain't shit, but you know, I don't know a lot of white men in my life so I can't really say from experience. Um but yeah, let's kind of talk about that men ain't shit kind of phrase. What do you think about it, King? Um, so of course in, in our society, it's very easy to cast stones and the phrase men ain't shit has been around forever as, as long as I've been alive at least. And I think it was kind of the precursor to what is currently known as cancel culture, right? So it's very easy to say, well, this person ain't shit. And people want kind of the satisfaction of being the one to take down another individual in a way. But I think the interesting thing is that the term and saying, like the phrase and saying that someone ain't shit isn't really as detrimental to the person's, you know, reputation as I think a lot of people hope it to be. Would, would you agree? Yeah, I would definitely agree. I think when people, whoever came up with it, honestly, was kind of dumb. Because you're telling me that I'm not shit. Like, thank you. Thank you for telling me that I'm not shit. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, why would I want to be shit? I would not want to be shit. So thank you for telling me I ain't shit. <laughs> and you might, and you, and you might have noticed whenever, whenever I'm joking around, uh, I do this thing where I'll get hyper aggressive. Kind of, I'll be like, "Oh, this person's a piece of shit." Like I always say, "piece of shit," because that's a real. I find that to be a real insult. You're saying that an, another individual was quite literally, uh, <laughs> not even the whole thing. They're just a piece of fecal matter. Not even the whole shit. They're a piece of shit. They don't even have the you, you don't even have the respect for them to say that they're the entire bowel movement. They're the corner <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> they're the first little little bit that come out. <laughs> <laughs> that little belly. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And I think when kind of diving even deeper into that, I think when people say somebody ain't shit. I really think it's more a reflection of themselves than it is that other person. Because when it comes to females and when it comes to a female and a man, men are like, men are quintessential people that if you give us a mile, we'll take it. You give us an inch, we'll take it. Like anything you give us, we will take it and we'll, we'll run with it. So if you're going to let us be ain't shit or be bare, below bare minimum effort, we're going to do that, and we're not going to feel any kind of remorse against it. But if you raise your standards and you cause us to be better, we will be better. And that goes all into your interest in men, the type of men you are interested in. We all have our own preferences and the people that we're just naturally interested in. Kane has his. I have mine. And that's just who we are. Or that's just who we are. And so what you have to do is you have to say, well, I'm I'm going to expect more, so you can't give me bare minimum. You can't be an ain't shit nigga around me. You have to be and, the shit when you're around. Me. And I think that it's really interesting because, you know, um, uh, and and I'll come back to it later on. But uh, the way you described it, it's a very male thing, um, and you definitely don't see as much with women in terms of you know doing this or that, like the things that make women classify men as ain't shit, you know, you don't see that as much with women as you do with men. But I think the interesting, the really, really interesting thing about it is that it's kind of the, the maybe sociological perspective of of like this, that's how we allow men to be in society and we raise women to just put up with it. And I think that's such a a travesty, you know what I mean? Because there are so many women who don't realize that they're worth more than that. You know, there's so many people because it's not even just women. It's, you know, there are plenty of, you know, people in general. You might not even be a part of the binary. You know what I mean? And yeah. you just don't realize because you were raised to to be subservient or docile in some way relating to men like that. You deserve more than someone who's going to do the bare minimum. And I think that's the crazy thing is that we also raise men to believe that it's okay to not treat people with, you know, a lot of kindness and and respect. And I I told someone recently that I don't go out of my way to respect other people because I don't. I think that it's nice to be polite and kind and treat people the way you want to be treated. But respect in these days has become something of more so, you know, 
um, what's the right word? It, it kind of just means to bend to other people now. And, and I told him, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to bow down because a lot of older generations set the terminology and the, the basis for what is right and wrong. And I don't think that the way that they raised us is necessarily correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so you take terminology like men ain't shit. And it's really just kind of a critique on, on the way that men have been raised, but you're not addressing the real issue. It's not, it's not even just the fact that men ain't shit. It's, it's that we allow men to act that way and we encourage women to put up with it. Damn. I have, I'm sorry. I have to disagree with that. I have to disagree because yes, we do allow men to, we do allow men to be that way, but we don't teach women to just deal with it. If anything in our society today is so that they don't deal with it. Women are taught to not deal with it, but they do because they don't feel, they don't understand their own worth. And let me interject. Let let me interject that. I, I know that, especially, I apologize, Bryson, get over it. This is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I get that women are, are raised to, like now, just recently, women are starting to get raised to understand their worth. But I mean more so in, in the sense of like when we were kids. And so I, I get it that people are still struggling with self-worth. But I think when you live in a society that doesn't tell women how valuable they are, that's kind of enabling that, that sense of like, you know, or, or it, that's kind of enabling uh, the, the people who are most dominant, which is the men to continue to be like, Hey, you should just be okay with it. You know what I mean? Does that make more sense? I guess so. Yeah, that make that makes a little bit more sense. But um, even on that, I would go as far to say, I feel like it's almost encouraged for women to say men are shit. To be honest, I feel like women, women, and and even other men are encouraged to do that, put other men down. I mean, not to put this. I mean, everybody knows it's February, it's Black History Month. But I feel like that's a major thing in the black community is that. Um, we constantly putting each other down, like not just female, uh, black women and to black women to black males or black women to black women or uh, a black and not just black women to black men, but also black women to black women and black men to black men. We're constantly putting each other down, talking about we ain't shit, like you aren't shit, I ain't shit, you aren't shit, they aren't shit, and it's like it's this constant thing, and we're like it's not gonna help us because, and I think we're at that marker now. Because we really all ain't shit. Like really, yeah. at the bottom of the line, yeah. we're not. We're all ain't. We all ain't shit. We all have our own toxic traits. We all have our um, things that make us different and make us a little evil inside. I guess. Yeah. And and I I was um, in a history class a couple a couple years ago, and my professor was like, uh, he was breaking down the population, like the current U.S. population. And according to race. And he said, you know, it's this percent white and it's this percent this. And he was like, now they're, you know, uh, like, who do you think this one is right here? And he pointed to it. And 
you know, he had already stated two races, so I was like, that's black people. And he was like, yeah. And um, we didn't really get the point until he asked, do you know why it is that black people have stayed in this space, like in this particular, you know, kind of area? And this is a black guy um, in this particular area. Like they're always around this number, this percentage. And do you want to know why that is? And everyone is just kind of quiet. And he's like, because we just keep killing each other. Like we keep tearing each other down. And that's the problem. And I think, of course, as you said, like none of us are shit. We get it. And I I would like to pass. You ain't ain't shit, but I am the shit. I'd like to pass the theory to you. I have a, a little bit of a theory. Are you ready for it? Yeah. So when, whenever men ain't shit was kind of coming up, right? When it was being passed around, I have this weird feeling that maybe the the terminology wasn't even men. It was actually man, like mankind ain't shit. And maybe they were like, man ain't shit doesn't make grammatic, uh, grammatical sense. And so someone was like, fuck it, men. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you think that's the? Do you think that's the? Um, said, that's possible. How, how you gonna say all oh, man, nigga? They said, how you gonna say all oh, man? You gotta just, like, you gotta single so you're somebody. You you telling me there's not one human being on here <laughs> on this big ass floating hey, rock? Look at this! Look at this! They prophesied. They said there will be one. His name will be Bryson Morehead. Yeah, you, gave, you gave him the whole name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because I I was thinking about it, and, and it really it's something that stuck with me. It's something that's really really stuck with me being in that class when he said, you know, black people keep killing each other. He's like, we keep killing each other, and that's terrible for for the community. It's terrible for the world because there's so much we have to offer. And I thought. Yeah, but like it's not just it's not just us. You know what I mean? It's not just us. I'm not trying to get I'm not going to and I'm not trying to get political. But I was I was thinking to myself, it's not just that. It's like all people in general killing themselves. People are just throwing themselves away. They are doing everything in the world to make sure that they are terrible and that they end up in in terrible positions and that they put other people in terrible positions. And I just don't understand that. Like, like what, like, why is that Bryson? Well, I mean, I feel like, I feel like there is a disproportionate amount of African-Americans dying in the communities that they're in. Um, And I think that's not only due to, uh, there's a lot of things that happened in the past, you know, with the CI putting, uh, uh, putting crack in, um, in the inner cities of Los Angeles and then um, and even going and doing it in like Chicago and stuff like that. So in these areas, people aren't very, um, they don't have a lot of wealth. It's very, these are very poor areas. <laughs> these are very, sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> Something happened again. These, uh, these are very poor areas. And so it's hard food and all these things are hard to come by. So you find a way and they find a way by 
they find their way to make their success in these ways. And it's caused the loss of a lot of African-Americans and it still does today. So I think what one thing that that calls on for us to do, me, you, and all other um, African-Americans that are able to, is to put back in the community, give back to a poor community because the what we have right here is an opportunity. And if we don't take that opportunity, we'll continue the cycle just like it has gone on from here on out. I'm, I'm feeling it. And, and not only just in terms of, you know, um, financial give back, like it's not even necessarily just an economic give back. I think that people really neglect the power of, you know, giving time and effort and energy and, you know, love. Like when you go back, like, for example, and I know I know you hate it here. I know you hate the the upstate. You don't you don't really want to be in the upstate like that. But for example, if you come back, you know, it's it's nothing to be like, you know, maybe you're talking to someone. You're like, hey, you know what? This place is really cool. You should go check this place out. Like investing in your community, your area in any capacity can really do wonders for the whole thing. You spark interest in maybe a particular business and then all of a sudden, you know, they start getting more. I, I'm not trying to like give a lecture on business right now. Right. But like, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just trying to say that the more interest you can generate, the more financial gain that can be made. And so it's not even if you don't have anything to like physically give, like if you can't like put money into your community, put time, put effort, like maybe go. I don't know, like pick up trash off the the side of the road or something. Just keep it clean. Do something to make it nice. <clears throat> yeah, Dang, you good? Sorry. sorry, my my um I need some water, but I can't get up right now. Um <laughs> <laughs> <Ain't sure. laughs> so and, and I'll I'll just I'll keep going. <laughs> so I wanna I wanna point out that at some point you were you were saying that you know if you give men an inch they'll take a mile like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, while I agree with you, I would like to once again propose that you should change the e in men to an a for man. Because honestly, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot and women take as much as men. This isn't like it's, you know, exploitation and and things of that nature aren't gendered, you know. So it's just it's in different forms typically. So, for example, where I might. Well, I don't take. I don't think I take from people. I yes, take up their time. Nah, you, you definitely take from people. Time. Kane, you had your own little whole face yourself. Yes, you did. You took. No, you took no, 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 no. No. You took from those Anyway, I don't, I don't think I like See, take from people. That's why you don't want to talk about it. I don't think I take from people in like a sense, in a sense that I'm not going to, there's never going to be a point in time in which like someone's like, it, it's never an inch turns to a mile type situation with me. You know what I mean? Cause I don't think that's right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be anywhere that you didn't specific, like you didn't explicitly say it was like, okay for me to be at. There's never going to be a point in time in which 
I do something like that. I think the really, really weird, interesting thing is that you take, you know, uh, you take people in general and it's just a different form of taking. I mean, I know that might not make a lot of sense in the way I'm phrasing it. Uh, that makes to, absolutely not a lick of sense. I'm trying to I'm figure out how to phrase it. I'm trying to think, of it. I'm I'm trying to figure think out. of it in my head and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I'm trying to figure out how to phrase it because I, I, I think there's a lot, there's a huge difference in the way that men take things and women take things. Uh, I think for men, it's much more overt. Men will, <laughs> men will take things and typically they're physical a lot of the time. Uh, which is odd because I, I don't quite understand why. Whereas I think a lot of women take things that are conceptual in a way. Like, for example, I just said, you know, I take time. Like, I'll take up someone's time. And of course, like, a man will take up someone's time. But I think, again, it goes back to kind of the way people were raised. Time is and conceptual, though. That's what I'm saying. You said women take up conceptual things. I know I'm I'm getting there, Bryson. Oh, I'm getting okay. there. My bad. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm saying I'm a woman, you know. <laughs> um so um you know, I think a lot of a lot of the time men are kind of raised to like move quickly, get to the next thing, do this, do that, the uh, do the other. And I'm not quite like that. I hate to be like a I'm not like other guys type person, right? I don't want to be like that. But as we established, I just try to kind of live in the moment. And so a lot of times I when I'm talking to someone or if I'm experiencing another person, I'll just kind of exist there. And it's fine. It's completely fine to just sit and breathe and be with another person in that moment. And so in that sense, I'm saying I take up time, but I think women are raised to to kind of be in that same space where they're like, it's okay for me to spend time with this person. It's encouraged for me to spend time with this person. And a lot of times it's to theirs and other people's detriment, I think. I think the same way men can take things physically or mentally, emotionally, whatever you want to say, um, the same way that men can take things to the detriment of others, women can take things to the detriment of others. There have been plenty of times where my time has been taken up by someone or my energy or effort has been taken up by someone that was using it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I can't, I can, I can kind of, as I've gotten in my older of ages, um, I can kind of, I can definitely um, grow old. <laughs> I can definitely relate to you, Kane. Women can do the same thing. I mean, I think a lot of people always expect it to be the man that does the wasting of time or to, uh, do someone wrong or blah blah blah, cheat on them, things like that. But women do the same thing. I mean, um, I think women are like the pros at basically saying they're not ready for a relationship, but really being ready for a relationship. But it, like the the you is silent. The relationship with you is silent, and so that can really waste people's time. And you know, we only have so much time on this earth. And I like I said, men do the same thing. But we only we only have so much time on this earth, and to say tell somebody that you're not ready for a relationship right now, <clears throat> knowing that you're not going to be able to be ready for a relationship, is one of the worst things you can do because they're wasting their good years on something that's never going to happen. And I feel that again, not to bash women, 
But I feel that women do that quite often is that they say they're not ready for a relationship with you. And then say after y'all stop talking two weeks later, they want to be in, they're in a relationship with someone else. So it's like, you could have said that at the beginning and just let like, yeah, I think the, the main part of this whole ain't shit movement is that people can't aren't owning up to their truth. And that's one thing that I tell any female, any woman that I'm talking to is like, just keep it real with me. Like, tell me the truth. If you're talking to other guys and we're not exclusive, tell me that. So I know exactly. I know exactly where I am. If I'm if I'm a starter in, on your team, if I'm a starter. Let me know if I'm on the bench. Let me know. So I know I'm on the bench and I can go somewhere else and be a starter. I ask for and here's a trade. The thing. You can. It's 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 crazy because, you know, you think about it like that. And if you would just a, a lot of and and I think we've we've talked about this where a lot of women are kind of like, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I'm like, it's going to hurt either way. Exactly. So maybe you can just get it over with and let bygones be bygones. Like we can just kind of dip. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to be here all the time. Um, but I think just in general, that kind of speaks to the way that that people are are flawed. Like everyone is flawed in some way, right? There's no person on earth that's 100% whole. I 99%, think. 99%. I got you 99 right here. Yeah. And so it, it's it's one of those things. <laughs> I like it's how you brushed it off. I like how you brushed it off. You said it. So, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were 110 because you said you're an 11 out of 10 type guy. I know, but you said nobody's 100%. So I said I'm 99. But but I said you, I said 100%. You're not 100. You're over that. No. Dang. No, no, even, no, 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 dang. no, 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 belief that there's no such thing as perfection that literally just does not exist you know and so i think about it a lot where i'm i'm kind of like but there's 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 not perfection and there's no chance of ever being like 100% whole but if you're at like a 12% if you're anything less than where what your maximum cap is there's always room for redemption there's 100% always room to grow, right? Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always room to go. And this is going to be kind of not really on the whole ancient part, but going. this is more into relationships. When you're going into a relationship, nobody's 100%. I feel like it's kind of it's kind of a fallacy to tell somebody to say that I'm going to be 100% going into my next relationship. Nobody is. Yeah. Like you have to adjust yourself to that new person, so you're not going to be at 100. percent And when you get in a relationship, even when you're getting, even when you're exclusive, it doesn't start out as a we. Like if you can't commit at that point in time, it's totally fine because you're still trying to understand if you can. That's the whole point of dating. That's the whole point of relationships to see can I actually commit to them to be my husband or wife? Can I do that? So don't don't. Don't put so much pressure on the beginning of the relationship, all right? The beginning, again, even if it's just like y'all, and I'm talking about beginning, like just started being exclusive. Don't put so much pressure on that first part because 
that you need to grow closer. If you haven't, you're not, nobody's had that time yet to be that close yet. So there's no need to be 100% right then and there. Does it need to get there? Of course, but that's like way later in the in the relationship. At least this, this is my philosophy on relationships. So nobody take this as gospel. I'm just saying this is my philosophy. And yeah. so, um, and, go ahead. And I think we, we've kind of talked about how, um, how important and and special and amazing every single person is, right? I, I'm certain we've talked about that, and that's where I'm kind of like, I'm I'm kind of stuck because I'm like, I I, I kind of wish every episode of the podcast was me just constantly repeating like, "You're amazing. Please continue to be amazing. You can be even more amazing, but you have to commit to being the amazing person that you are." You know what I mean? It's so rough because I think to myself, I walk around and I exist in this world and I know so many really awesome people and they don't know how awesome they are. They have their flaws and they focus on those things and they're like, I ain't shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, but you can always, you can always come back. There's, I mean, who doesn't love a good comeback story? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever, have you ever sat here and watched like the Karate Kid, and you were like, which one, which one, which one, which one? First either, one, either. One. Oh, okay. Either. Um, have you ever watched the Karate Kid and not been excited for the comeback? No. I, that's that's the story that everyone's looking for, and I think it's more, it's more prevalent in communities like the fitness community, right? Like to transform and be new and, and this, that, and the other. But I think it should be a a more regular thing in society as a whole, where everyone is like constantly working on themselves. It kind of makes me think about, um, the show, uh, the good place. Um, and of course, if you haven't watched it, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but ultimately it gets into a situation where, What what channel is that on? NBC. Not sponsored. Go ahead. Dang. Dang. Wait, 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 wait. Kristen Bell? Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Heaven? Not a sponsor. Technically they are a sponsor. No, no, they're not. I haven't gotten a I haven't gotten an email from Heaven. Technically. I haven't gotten an email from Heaven telling me to do an ad read. You you came from Heaven, nigga. Oh, uh, that's that's assuming that you subscribe to the Christian belief. That's true. That's true. That's true. My bad. Dang. My Let me bad. stop you right there. <laughs> but, bad. you know, it gets into a situation where they talk about, you know, self-improvement because, of course, it's dealing with the afterlife. So it's like, you know, how do you deal with how how do you make yourself better? And I want people to know that you can be better. Like you can you can really, really move forward and progress in the ways that you want. You just have to commit yourself to it. And I know that it it's hard and scary. What happens if my what if what if I'm not me because I'm not this thing anymore? Right? Because I faced that. I faced that when I decided to stop studying art. I was like, what am I if I don't if I'm not an artist? But yeah. you just have to you have to remember that every change that you make will always be scary. Anything that you do should be scary. Because quite frankly, that's how you know you're alive. Hey, say less. I my dad got a magnet on our refrigerator saying that. He said it say 
Um, um, damn, I forget my sayings, man. I have so many sayings, y'all. I have so many like legit sayings <laughs> that like I could go always on start. for days. You always start on them. You're always like, you know what I mean? Like it's the saying that's like. It really talks just about what you said, bro. It's like if you're if you're if you're still afraid, then that means the worst part is over or the worst part is still to come. Something like that. So it's like Dang, that second iteration is kind of like if you're still afraid, the worst part is yet to come. That shit's scary. Well, it's just saying it's just saying that that's the point. Like, it, like you're supposed to be scared. There's still Change more. Scary. There's gonna be more. There's always gonna be. More. Yeah. There's and there's that, more. There's always more to to have. Exactly, and there's always more to add to a relationship. You know, like guys, just like get. I can't say give yourself to a relationship because some people you just don't deserve to give your your heart to. But like, if you feel comfortable, just go ahead and go. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You get heartbroken. Trust me, we've all been through it. Me and Kay right now, we just chopped it up earlier before the before Boy. the podcast about some stuff that's Boy. going on in our lives. So you, there's always something. Just. Give yourself to it and give it a chance, you know? If you give it a chance, what's the work? Like, if you give it a chance and then at the end of the day, you can say, I tried, you know? Um, I always think of relationships in any form as an investment. You know, I can either not put a lot in and I won't get a lot back from it, or I can put a lot in and I can get a lot back from it. On the opposite side, that also means that I can either get a bit, I, it can backfire me by a great m- amount, or it cannot affect me so much if I don't put as much effort into it. But that's to each his own. And and I think it's interesting that you you point out that you know the worst, like like what's the worst thing that could happen? You could be heartbroken, right? And um, and that's with literally anything. No matter what you commit your time or effort to, there's a chance that you could fail at it, right? And you might be heartbroken because not all heartbreak is, you know, romantic in nature. You might be out here like struggling with this, that or the other. And um, um, <laughs> and if, if you're out here struggling with that, then, you know, just just welcome, welcome the potential heartbreak, because that could be a catalyst for for the change that you need personally. Right. Um, by the way. Kanye West, not a sponsor. Heartbreak, Dang. heartbreak, not a sponsor. Oh, welcome to heartbreak. Heartbreak, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Heartache, sponsor. <laughs> yeah, we no, laugh, but- we we laugh about heartache and heart heartbreak, but like, and it's not something I would wish on anybody. But you can't really learn that experience without going through it. And I feel that. I feel that. When you have friends that are going through something in a relationship and somebody else, you're you're on the outside and you maybe have not experienced that same thing. You can't give them good advice because you don't know that exact position. And I just I just think that I don't wish it on my worst enemy, but I wish that everybody can go through that heartbreak so you understand how everyone is. Yeah. And and I said um earlier today, 
I said earlier today while we were while we were existing in sad boy hours, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, you know, of course, I would never wish any kind of heartbreak on someone because that's like, you know, it's awful. But it's also so reassuring and nice to know that someone else I know is like, like kind of experiencing it and that they understand what I'm going through. And so for anyone who, who might need to hear this, like, I know what you're going through. Like it hurts. Change hurts. Growth hurts. Heartbreak hurts. It's called heartbreak for a reason. You know what I mean? Um, Everything in this life hurts, but again, it's just like fear. If you're hurting, you're still alive, baby. <laughs> I mean, you're still hurting. You got, I mean, hey, you got about, you got at least about 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, Robert? Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, but that's so true, man. And I, I'm, um, I just, I'm trying, fuck, I lost my track of thought, train of thought, babe. <laughs> Hey, hey. It's it's late. I know. Y'all, y'all, and I just want to put this out there right now, man. Your boy is going through something right now. So I just want y'all to know that. All right. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let me let me let me rephrase that. Your boys are going through something. <laughs> Your oh, boys are really going through something. So we both trying to like. We're trying to work through this topic without going too hard on our own individual topics, all right? So, But, you, but I will say, I think that it's been very – I apologize. Again, you know what this is, Bryson. Don't act. Um, Stop cutting me off. Very, it's been very kind of like cathartic to have the podcast to talk about issues, right? It's been, it's been really great because I think to myself, this is – like really taking a lot of pressure off my mind because I can just get it out. That's very true. That's very true. It's been able to help me too. And hard, it's hard for us not to say names, but at least for me, it's hard to not say names. But um, it's still good to get all the ideas out. And, and I hope if somebody is going through the same thing, you can kind of take our advice. You know, don't be that ancient guy or a fiend or a woman. And just express your feelings. Hey, I'm not ready for a relationship with you right now. And I need some time to myself. I mean, and I have another person or I'm just not serious about you or I just want it to be casual. In some kind of way, make it clear to that other person because that's where the ain't shit part comes from. Niggas don't know how to communicate. And here's the thing. I, I'm going to I'm gonna do something unheard of, Bryson. I'm going to do something absolutely unheard of. If anyone is listening to this. <laughs> Go to sleep before 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's never going to happen. If anyone is listening to this and they, and they think to themselves like, man, I'm struggling. I'm this, I'm that. I mean, and, and you, don't, you don't think you can talk to this person, that person, or, or the other. There are plenty of resources out there, but if you need to, absolutely drop us a line. You know what I'm saying? Like, hit us up. Like, just DM me on Instagram at d e v l y n underscore d a r k, or at b r y underscore sixty four. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here to listen to you guys just as much as you're here to listen to us. Um, and and that's the important part. And I, honestly, I think. Would you agree that this might 
this is kind of where we wrapped it. <laughs> yeah, we can wrap on this. Guys, we, I want you guys to remember that it is, um, it's not so much a you problem or a they problem, it's a we problem. You have to be together. We have to work together. We all yeah. hate we're, when Whenever we're famous, whenever we have enough streams to justify it, we're going to drop merch. And the very first shirt that's made is going to say, man, I ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, again, this has been the Blaze Color Blue podcast. And we want to thank everyone so much for uh, giving us a listen. If, if you are, if you've been so inclined to do so. <laughs> I mean, streaming's been popping low-key. A little bit, a little bit. We haven't even been really putting it out there like that. That's true, that's true. But, y'all, it's been nice talking to you again. Um, get some sleep, get a jog, stay safe. And it's been your boy, BPB, and your boy, Devlin Kane. <laughs> All right, peace out.